0: Gone tripping. All right, here we are.
1: Welcome to the Gone Trippin' Podcast. Welcome back, all of our friends and all of our travelers out there.
0: Yeah, episode 37. Yeah. Almost okay. to 40. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, before uh, we get to the interview yeah. with our very special guest, um, we need to talk about our sponsor for today's episode. Yeah. Audible. Audible.com.
1: Yeah, everybody's heard of it. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Audible was awesome. So about uh, eight years ago was my first experience with audible. Oh, wow. And, uh, I took advantage of, uh, an offer they are offering right now, but at that time it was one free book. Oh, they've doubled the offer. Yeah, so they've doubled the offer right now. You can get two free audiobooks uh, for a 30, uh, by signing up for a 30 day free trial. Yeah. It's that easy. It's, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah. So I, had, I, uh, mine was a 14 day trial and, uh, Gosh. got one book. They're really and, up the ante. Uh, yeah. The years difference. Right. So. And
1: audible, audible books are great for, um, uh, when you're waiting on episodes of gone Trip and podcasts. Yeah, exactly.
0: And they're great yeah. for road trips. Yeah. Um, they're great for all sorts of things. Uh, if you got kids in the car, mm. um, they have everything from, uh, Harry Potter, that sure. uh is is done in really good voices uh yeah, yeah when you find it, the
1: gems where they do like really good it, voices ex- that's like ex- a exactly good
0: they're really good to really listen to the kids love them um the hunger games series top oh i notch. bet yeah, yeah top be good. notch um that was uh the first series i ever did on audible oh nice um, mine was uh ender's game ender's game ender's nice game. Yep. nice yeah and i would go back and forth between uh, idaho and utah and uh i would do like a whole book right <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. In one trip, Bender's uh, game was a
1: whole flight for me. I think it was yeah. like a, it was back and forth yeah. across the country. <laughs> it's awesome.
0: Their app is very easy to download those books and, and listen whenever you want. Yeah. Um, so that you don't have to be connected to the internet. You can listen right. to them in the middle of the desert, which is great because when you drive in the middle of the desert, there's not a lot of radio. options. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to have true. something with you uh, to listen to, uh, and an audiobook or audio, Audible, <laughs> audiobooks are a perfect. Um, opportunity to, uh, listen to anything from fiction, nonfiction, self-help books. Right. Um, and, uh, one of my favorites, um, from audible (laughs) that I, that I purchased was called skyjacked. Oh, and it's about, uh, it's about D.B. Cooper. And we've talked about D.B. Cooper before on the show, Nice. but it's about D.B. Cooper and, uh, there's like five or six different, uh, people, you know, whodunits (laughs) who <laughs> and it goes through the story so good so cool has the theatrics behind it nice good read so go sign up for your 30-day uh, trial get yeah. two free audiobook audiobooks make sure one of them is skyjacked and uh, <laughs>
1: then the other one you get to choose yeah and then let me know it's totally
0: up to you yeah, exactly <laughs> and you know contact us let us know what you yeah. thought of uh, yeah. of not just skyjacked yeah. but uh, audio yeah, let us and know what you're listening to other people read. Yeah, exactly. And there's no yearly subscription. It's a monthly subscription. Yeah, it's easy, awesome. easy. It's and, Amazon. Uh,
1: they made it easy.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I, I've gone in and out and uh, got my books, and I got like 40 different books that I have oh, geez. access to on my phone There you go. Uh, over the last uh, few years. So uh, great opportunity to learn something new and do it while you're driving yeah. or flying or just laying down at the pool. I mean, back in the day, people used to like...
1: Die carrying books across the country, yeah. You know, oh, now, totally. now you get to do it in what you already carry your yeah. cell phone. Well, yeah. and it's it's so much Easy. better
0: because like you always see like the movies like from the nineties, you know, and they're just, they're laying out on the beach, soaking in the rays, and they're reading a book mm. with like their sunglasses on, right, and like right. staring into the sun. Yeah. Now you just. Hop in your headphones, listen to the book, right. close your Put eyes. Put it down and, and no weird
1: tan lines. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, except for the <laughs> Oh, the, the, the line. Yeah, you got to yeah, be careful with the get the wireless. Get the yeah, wireless uh, <laughs> headphones. But yeah, so go to audible.com uh, or also go to uh, uh, the link on our website.
1: Yeah, gone dot You can find the link right there. Yeah. Well, here's our
0: f- awesome guests. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I'm gone trippin'. All right, here we are. Welcome to the Gone Trippin' podcast. Yes,
1: from a new location. I know for I, one time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> straight from my kitchen table. <laughs> on the adult side, the kid's yes. side is a mess. Right. So right. Uh, <laughs> we're on the adult side.
1: We're adults. Why? Okay.
0: Why do we have an adult side? Um, because uh, we have a five-year-old getting ready to turn six, and she eats bread like a mouse, and so crumbs are everywhere. <laughs> Um, How else are you supposed to eat it? I, I question yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. uh, bread, crackers, it seems like anything. It's just like, okay, half of it gets in her mouth and half of it's on the if floor. If I'm not
1: storing the majority of it in my cheeks, I yeah. feel like I'm not doing it right. Right, <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of nice like doing it from home. Yeah, I, I, I like it's this, uh yeah. It's a nice view outside. Yeah, got a window. We don't usually get a window. It's definitely not too hot. No, no, um, no, no. The, the seat could be a little better. True. We'll have to work on that true, for true, next true, true, time. True. Try to get it set up on the couch, but... <laughs> This will work. So, yeah, um, we always say this. Oh, I'm excited about today's guest. Yes. Uh, But we are. Yes. We are always excited. Yes. Um, And so we'll bring her right in. Yeah. Uh, We got Carla Brown. Uh, She's working on a documentary called Everyone But Two. um, And you can check it out at everyonebuttwo.com. This documentary, like, I can't wait for it to be out because I am amazed. It's about her grandfather and her grandmother. And I'm amazed... um, Uh, the time period, like, now you always, like, it's Instagramming travel, and this was back in, you know, uh, the 60s, Right, they started doing travel in an RV around the country, and, like, that wasn't a normal thing back then, you might travel to a couple different states, but you wouldn't try to hit every state, and so, before I ruin it, (laughs) uh, and before we get too far, Carla, welcome, thank you for coming on with us.
2: Thank you for having me. And before... It.
0: Yeah, no problem. Well, I, we're excited to hear your story. Yeah, I hear your grandparents story. And uh, before we get too far, we got to do our drink of the day. Bow, bow, bow. All right. So today we got our wonder drink of the, the day.
1: I wonder if the acoustics are going to be different. I know probably
0: a little different. Yeah. Right? Right? Um, <laughs> the, we have vaulted ceilings now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah. So this is uh, called prodigious, prodigious, prodigious peach. peach? Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you say that word prodigious, prodigious <laughs> uh, peach. It's by hippo Size Beverages. Uh, they've been around since 1927. You
1: think it'd be a really big bottle by calling it like yeah. Hippo-Sized Beverages? Well, you got to read the top.
0: Small bottle. Oh. Big taste. And it's not oh. Big in big oh. Yes. Uh, That's in small print, though, yes, which needs to be very, stated. Very much. It's actually um, bottled <laughs> in... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, there's know. a picture of it for Can you, I Carla. It's actually bottled in uh, <laughs> under the authority of Orca Beverage, uh, which is in Makilteo... Washington, huh? Yeah. Nice. So since uh,
1: 1927. Yeah. yeah so yeah. kind of so, kind of a. Ooh, period I love that thing. sound.
0: <laughs> got the nice and cool. Oh, oh, yeah. Peachy. I've
2: never been so excited to see someone take a drink. I know. Right? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I know. You've got to do our. Uh, yes. There we go. Get some sound, sound bite. bite. Oh, smell that peach before you taste it.
1: Oh, it's like a fine wine.
0: Mm. <laughs> mm. So here we go. You didn't like the one, you didn't like our last one. Yeah, so, no,
1: yeah. Last time we had a Soda Boy yeah, and it was ca- like caramel.
0: Car- it was caramel cream, but he's not a
1: caramel fan. I mean, um, like, I, so look, funny. I'm not right. like, I'm not one of the, I don't avoid it, yeah. but I, I don't, it, it's overpowering, you know? Yeah. And this was like literally butterscotch candy melted down into a glass bottle and it was tough. So, what
0: were you, are you, a, are you a, a caramel fan?
2: Uh, I would say that that is correct. That okay. is a fair thing to say. Okay. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if you've tried the new M and M's
0: that have the caramel inside. Oh, they're yeah, they're very they're, good. No, I, I'm a caramello guy, and, oh. and the caramel M and M's were very disappointing. I was oh, see. I at like first, those. I like, but they this. were super disappointing. <laughs>
2: oh, I thought we were going to be friends. I,
0: <laughs> I already feel outnumbered between you. you right. So, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to drink my uh, yeah. prodigious peach. Yeah, you drink it up.
3: Yeah, I'm going to talk to the guest. <laughs> you
1: drink, and I'll. T- <laughs> Um, I think it's actually a very good tasting oh, wow. beverage. Yes, it's actually very good tasting. Wow. That is. We, we need to we need to get organized enough where we're sending the guests the bottle, though, because I always feel kind of bad enjoying this thing.
0: It is kind of cool, though, because she, I, and I don't think she's the first one. I think she's just the first one to voice it. It's like, I'm so, I can't wait to see you. I know. There's it. a lot of hype. It's drink
2: porn. It's drink porn. I yeah, think exactly. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is super good. Yeah. Yeah. So in case you're wondering, Carla, it tastes like peach. Um, yeah. yes, but then it's got some fizz to it. Yeah. And, so, and a hint of hippo.
1: Yeah. 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 I didn't think I'd be able to detect it, but no, I'm just yeah.
0: kidding. <laughs> Being a vegetarian. I, don't I know. Think I, can make, I can make jokes yeah, like that. Right. <laughs> Cause there's like no way I know. Yeah. Seriously. No, that's, that's actually a good beverage for, yeah. uh, i'm excited the interesting I,
1: I even brought a backup drink just yeah, in case because I, right? I mean earlier sometimes it, you know <laughs> these can go on for 45 minutes these conversations and you start mm. to get
0: parched yeah that's a, that's a good <laughs> drink i gotta stop or i'll have it finished before we get her story <laughs> right
2: what, what would you pair it with
0: mm. great question wow oh, man Ooh. we would totally pair it with two different things that's for sure <laughs> that's true i could i could take this with some like uh hot wings Hot wings? What? Oh yeah.
1: Oh man. I was thinking some, like cream puffs. S- <laughs> some
0: sweet hot wings too. Some like so uh sure, sure. Like a mango habanero hot wing.
1: All right, all right. I have a follow-up question yeah. though. Is there anything you wouldn't pair with hot wings?
0: <laughs> um yeah. 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 There's some things like Gatorade. I wouldn't do Gatorade and Hot Wings. That would be horrible. What a weird and I love Gatorade. in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think
1: I would I would pair this with like something with whipped cream in it. I oh, think yeah. This like, would go really well with whipped cream. It
0: would go really good with like a peach pie. Yeah. Peach a pie. pie for, of cream, course. That, but that yeah. seems <laughs> like
1: cheating. Um, so um, maybe like cream puffs, uh, you know, with like whipped cream filling.
0: Okay. okay. You know, maybe
1: some. Um, yeah. I had to go like something definitely different than wings because that's just a weird answer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> How's that a weird answer? Everything goes with wings except for Gatorade.
1: I mean, but peach and whipped cream <laughs> is like a thing. Everybody knows those two together. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I would do it with cereal. Yes. instead of milk just oh my gosh dump it in some fruit loops that's ridiculous <laughs> that is ridiculous
0: yeah I you're just ridiculous. being you're just being obstinate right <laughs> well it is a hippo-sized drink right so. right yes yeah. <laughs> no but awesome well let's get into your story Carla yeah, so I'm really excited everyone but two uh mm-hmm. what's the name mean tell us your backstory the name tell is us. my favorite part yes yes
2: Well, believe it or not, I kind of cut the title a little bit short uh, just for the web and some other things, but the full title is Everyone But To The Life, Love, and Travel of Benjamin and Francis Graham, but Mm. uh, I think I'll probably cut that second part just because it's a mouthful, but originally the title came from the idea that they traveled to the 48 contiguous states and they did not get a chance to travel to Alaska and Hawaii, so... I was playing on the idea of the word everyone, um, but two, as far as the two states that they didn't visit, and also the fact that as far as 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 far as the stories that they told me about their travels with each other, they didn't really care if anyone else was with them, including their children, after a certain point, they were much happier that they weren't with them. Uh, and it sounded like it was everyone but them against the world. So it's kind of a play on, on both ideas of yeah. everyone, you know, except for them or the two places that they hadn't been.
1: I'm so glad because that's what I was thinking. And yeah. so there's like an English teacher that I had somewhere that's like, yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he got it. Well, so uh, I I I love reading the description of your documentary here. So uh, I'm just going to read it real quick because I think it, it it touches really good. So August 10th, 1965, Benjamin and Francis Graham, your grandparents, uh, African American married couple with no prior camping experience accompanied by their three small children, embarked on their maiden voyage to the New York World's Fair in their newly purchased 17-foot Stardust Traveler trailer. That same week, Congress passed the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and the Watts Riots erupted, for which 14,000 National Guardsmen were deployed, 34 people were killed, 13 African Americans were, uh, 1,000 were injured, and 4,000 were jailed. In the end, they traveled 35 years in three different trailers. Wow uh ninety four thousand no ninety four million yeah ninety four thousand two hundred nineteen point eight miles wow spending kind
2: of exact isn't it yes, that's <laughs> awesome. i
0: love that you have the exactness of it yeah um, and then spending thirty two thousand six hundred dollars and five cents uh and they went to every state but two um mm-hmm. so you're developing this documentary to talk about uh because this is the thing that 's amazing is your grandfather basically diaryed everything this i I know we're talking you know little house on the prairie type documentary (laughs) documenting of everything they did uh you said straight to the you know they bought beers at this place for this much money
2: yeah they would have wrote down you know they picked up those two soda pops for you he bought two pops for you know 25 cents and (laughs) you know he might have even written some something down about how it tasted or whether it was good or bad it's it's, it's been pretty interesting
0: that's awesome so that did you so know cool. did you know your grandparents pretty good then
2: yeah i mean i i spent out of all of my family i spent the most time with them we spent our summers with them because uh, my grandmother was a school teacher so she had the summers off mm-hmm. um so instead of going to daycare or camp uh in our younger years we spent a lot of time with them and uh, they had a trail the, w- normally they had their trailer um, in a place in west virginia uh, jelly stone i think it's still there wow. where they would park it so uh, that was really my first introduction not really realizing that you know it was something unusual that we we're spending <laughs> the summers hanging out at the, at the camp at their trailer <laughs> overnight for the weekend um but i i, I mean we're very close Um uh, my grandfather's still alive so oh, very cool. 92 next month so oh, wow 92 yeah, yeah that
0: is awesome gone. wow he's so he's
2: on it i mean he's he's on it more than people i know my age
0: <laughs> so when did you guys discover these the uh yeah this, writings i guess yeah the saga yeah
2: <laughs> well i think to be honest um i can't remember how long ago it was but it may have been over 15 years ago i remember my dad uh having it at the house wow. at our house And I mean, I don't even—I couldn't even tell you what I was thinking about at the time. But I know I wasn't thinking that much about this. (laughs) Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think I really opened it up at the time. um, But I think he had it. If I recall, I think he was gonna maybe like reach out to Oprah or to someone. But he must have been aware of it. Okay. Um, So I guess somewhere in the back, the deep recess of my mind, I remember seeing it. Yeah. (laughs) But it wasn't until a couple years later uh, when I started thinking about this whole idea of them traveling uh, that I was like, hey, you know, let me let me get that travel log again. Let me really take a look at it. And then once I really looked at it, blown away, completely blown away by the detail.
0: So is it one book or is it a couple of books?
2: Uh, It's a series of three books. I was going to say
0: for 92,000 miles, you'd imagine it would be a couple of books. Yeah.
2: (laughs) No, I've, I've been I've been trying to remember that these things are old. So trying to be gentle with them, but I made copies of them uh, at my local staples. So I could just kind of manage the paper, you know, modern day paper version. uh, So I could keep his in some, you know, pretty good condition. That's, that's
0: the cool thing about uh, today's technology is being able to preserve a lot of the stuff that was, I mean, I I was an eighties kid, so I loved everything like growing up, like, Oh man, I got to grow up with the coolest stuff. And uh, you know, I see some of the stuff that my kids are, Doing with like growing up with the am and I'm like this is so dumb like i don't get it <laughs> but i know i feel the
2: same way and i don't have kids i'm yeah. just like what are you guys
0: doing yeah right. so so i i go and i get my my stuff and i've like turned like you know cassette tapes over to cd or right. to digital copy uh so they can listen to it and like yeah. still play it for them
1: <laughs> i uh was recently reading this whole uh uh they, they had found this um teacher's complaint back way way back in the day and the teacher was complaining that students were relying too much on paper they said what are they going to do when they run out of paper they're not going to know how to use a slate they're not going to use how to chalkboard slate yeah and so he was bemoaning this new technology and saying like they're relying on it too much what are they going to do when it's gone and so it seems to just be like every generation nope.
0: there's that well my generation was uh well you're never gonna have a calculator so you gotta learn to do the math <laughs> and now it's like see my cell phone yeah it's you're always right. with me i have a calculator sucker right
1: more processing power than the they use to get to the moon
0: exactly <laughs> so what uh, imagine if your grandfather had had some of the technology today right oh, when man. he uh, when, when he was doing this uh, a cell phone I mean be able- they'd
2: be instagram stars they yeah. would have like millions of followers exactly <laughs> you know just yeah they would have had major swag game for instagram yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: well, right well I was perusing through uh, an article that you just uh, just got released um on lennyletter.com yeah and uh, I was article. looking at some of the pictures. Yeah and yeah Yeah. and uh shout out shout out to Lenny (laughs) um but uh the one first off there's a looks like a like a colored pencil drawing that is super awesome yes on there
2: I was such a surprise because they illustrate most of their articles and I wasn't sure if they were going to do it for this but it was I think out of the whole thing you know being excited waiting for it to come out seeing the illustration just totally it it blew my mind Yeah. yeah it's
0: super cool Super cool. Yep. The other thing is they have some of your pictures from your, right. from your grandma and grandpa. And,
1: and we're talking major swagger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So first, first thing I thought I was like, Kate, how tall is your grandpa? Is he like 6'4", six 6'5"? Six
2: no, he looks taller in pictures, but okay. I, I would say he's about at least six foot. Six okay. Five. Okay, yeah. so he's yeah.
0: probably yeah. my height then. Maybe oh
1: he, yeah, he, maybe he lo- maybe trailers were shorter back then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Well, the cars definitely were. Oh um, yeah, that's true. Yeah,
1: that's uh, true. Yeah, that is actually something that's really like disorienting um when you're looking at old photos and you see like cars you have to remember like everything was just so much lower <laughs> to the to ground, the ground. Yeah. like even our wheels even, were well, like thin trailer. i know and like even the wheels the are so thin in that picture
0: um, yeah well and we'll have this posted on the post uh, so you can go to the lennyletter.com and look at uh, the story
1: yeah While well, we're talking some, about it some really cool pictures do uh, yourself a favor definitely check out these pictures
0: yeah <laughs> seriously and um but there was a couple of them that uh, really uh, were awesome to me cuz uh, got, he's got state signed pictures from uh utah uh oregon um those those are i grew up in idaho those were neighboring neighboring states and it's just funny seeing these cuz i mean i've never seen these these are amazing yeah. um the but uh really I can't cool americana
1: each, each like state had their own way of making signs. It's yeah. Just like everybody had their own rules. Yeah. Well,
0: like Utah is shaped like Utah. I don't know. Right. Oh, no, that is cool. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, yeah. I bet
1: they do that a lot more than I'm thinking yeah, they do.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so with, with, um, they, they traveled to all the, all the states except for Alaska and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, over what, what size period, uh, period? Oh, 35 years, right? 35 years. There it is right there. Right yeah.
2: Yeah. Their, believe it or not, their last trip—I would say probably in the last ten years—they um, weren't traveling by trailer anymore. They were driving, mm. but my grandfather still kept record of that. And their last trip, uh, which I couldn't have planned this as part of the story, but their last trip was actually uh, to come visit me when I was living in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, very so cool. That was like 2001, wow. and I think from that point we could tell it—it it was obvious. <laughs> that my grandmother's um, mobility was starting to decline because we we were able to talk her to get into uh we were able to talk her into getting into a wheelchair sure. and she kind of surrendered to the idea which she hadn't before so that was kind of the beginning of the end for for yeah. their travels because that it was it was time for her to wrap it up to but, hang her yeah
1: yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe how long they went. I mean, yeah. 35 years, that's well, and, and longer that's, than I've been alive. So I can't even fathom doing
0: that. And, and that's, I don't know what your family history is, but I, I, I think that your grandpa being 92 has something to do with his travels. Because for yeah. me, it's just, especially this day and age, getting out away from it all. Right. it totally just, that stress level. And, and your grandpa was a mailman, right?
2: He was a mailman. Um, so was so-
0: mine. So oh, weird. I
2: think, I think him walking, <laughs> I think him walking every day made a huge difference too. Yeah. I mean, as far as like him, like he's like I said, he's he's a he's a wildcat right yeah. now. I mean, <laughs> he's getting a little stiff, but like again, for almost ninety two, he's you know, it's, it's yeah, pretty remarkable. But um, he just decided to take time off after that first trip that they took to the World's Fair, um, and actually on that first trip, they were only going to be out for two weeks. But they were enjoying it so much. He called back to work and was like, "Hey guys, you know, I'm going to take the next couple of weeks off. I'll <laughs> see you when I get back." And from that point on, after that trip, uh, he saved his leave, his entire leave, those 30 days every year until they retired, so that they can have that time to travel.
0: That is so awesome, and wow. and and just the um, commitment to do that travel. Right. mean, that-
1: Right. It, and that and that's a problem we have we, in this country. Yeah, it's not we, using that
0: leave. Yeah, we, we've <laughs> seen the stats. You and I have yeah. seen the stats is you know, the United States, I can't remember the exact amount. Um I don't know if you remember what it's No, But it's like it's like almost uh something it's in the millions, like a hundred million hours of unpaid or uh paid leave is not used by American workers. Yeah. Right. And it's just crazy. Um, I know You can probably look that up here. I'll give you the yeah. computer There we go Yeah, I was going to try to time. do it on the phone Yeah I was on the computer <laughs> it's, it's really what, Like I remember I saw that stat before And then you saw it On yeah. a separate time And we were both blown away Each time Like, like Right? Isn't that crazy? But um,
2: That makes me sick I yeah. mean that definitely really Makes me sick Because I have friends Who I have to say Are you kidding me? You've I mean, earned that time I mean, Why wouldn't you use it? I don't care what you do That's your time Yeah Like well, I'm begging for time Like I'm I'm <laughs> Pulling time together and trying to make some personal leave magic happen so I could go out on this trip. So I don't.
0: It should be transferable, you know. <laughs> right, right. Or rollover. Yeah. So like my dad, he taught for 41 years high school chemistry. and wow. And it was, you know, I, him and I talked about it a couple times. Last time I was home, I talked to him about it. And, you know, he retired in 2010. And he like never took sick days. Oh, never. Man. Like it was rare for him to take any of his paid leave. And it just accumulated. It rolled over and rolled over and accumulated and accumulated. Right. So when he actually finally got forced out to retire, like, you know, hey, we can pay five teachers. what We're paying you uh, <laughs> uh, new teachers. So, the, he, but yeah, it was one of those things where like they basically said, okay, I think he had over $100,000 of, of paid time off that he didn't use. And they, guess what? He didn't get the $100,000. So <laughs> they, they gave him like, yeah. I think it was half, which is still okay, but right. it's not, I mean, that's... He earned... It's he, a crime. Yeah, he lost. And so... So in uh, 2016,
1: 662 million vacation days... Days. Not hours. Days <laughs> were left on the table. So that's times that, eight if you want to do the hours.
0: Yeah. So that's got to be in the billions. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Definitely in the billions. Yeah. So <laughs>
2: just what, in, just, time? what are these people thinking? Yeah,
0: <laughs> just, just insane. So, it's, it's so easy
1: to do, too. You get wrapped up in like what you're doing, and you forget to live... like you know, each day, <laughs> you well, just kind of live in week to week. Then you're living month to month and then
3: seriously? that's it. It's well, over. And, and
0: uh, <laughs> I think the props to your, your grandparents. Cause that's right. one of the things that I think a lot of people just don't like, Oh, you know, I, my dad, I think it was just one the, like, well, what else am I going to do? Like, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. he loved fishing and that kind of stuff, but he didn't make, you know, as much time as he probably, you know, <clears throat> I, I think he just didn't feel like he could do that. And so, Sure. Um, you know, and and one of the things you talk about that um, I find interesting is uh, w- when you're uh, in, when you're talking about this going on this trip and doing this documentary is the um, African American community outdoors and the participation. Mm. Um, and and you brought up the fact that at that time it was not. I mean, your grandparents were pretty unique getting an RV and and going out. So talk to us more about that and your thoughts on that.
2: You know, I, as I was saying before about kind of growing up with it it was one of those things where I knew it was something that they did but at the same time. You know, I would notice as I got older, like, okay, it's kind of one of those things you kind of do an inventory of like, okay, who else is here? You don't see yourself there represented, but mm-hmm. you just kind of accepted it. You knew it wasn't the best thing or what you really wanted to see. Um, but like even with my grandparents, I'd ask them just were they really aware of what was going on at the time that they went out on the road and, I know they did because my grandfather had dealt with segregation in the army uh when he was in world war ii he was shipped over to germany and you know he was in a segregated army so he can't say he wasn't aware of what was happening in america that it affected him overseas serving you know his country my grandmother was part of the american friends committee service i believe is the title um, of the organization but it was part of the quakers and she was participating in marches and sit-ins about lynching so I can't say that they were ignorant of what was happening at the time, um, but, you know, just being on the road, retracing their steps, things really aren't that different. Mm. Um, you know, you can't really quantify things when you're in such a large space, sure. but I always end up leaving feeling, wow, I wish there was really a little bit more representation of everyone here, cool. not just, you know, African-Americans, but just people of color or just a more of a variety of people of color. Because after a while, you do kind of see the same group showing up, but... I think that's one of the things that I love about this story because, as you said before, it's kind of Americana, like that American dream of getting on the road and seeing the monuments and doing things. And there's also a lot of people that aren't people of color who aren't experiencing that. Some right. of these people who aren't using this personal time that they're just letting rack right
1: yeah, up. Right? I know. <laughs> well, well, you're it, giving it back to the man,
0: guys. It, yeah. And that, and that's, <laughs> one of, that's one of the things I worry about, like, you know, these Instagram travel blogs and that kind of stuff is <clears> – <throat> Um, I, I once heard. I, I'm going to butcher like the quote, but like life on Instagram is not real life, and so right. I think people look at that and they see what happens on. They're like, oh, it's unobtainable. Right. Right. I can't, I can't travel like they do because I have a job. And, right. Everybody and
1: they, Instagrams their weekends. Yes. You know, nobody yeah. Instagrams their no, weeks.
0: Nobody, <laughs> nobody Instagrams the bad things that happen. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. And, and if
1: they do, you immediately unfollow them because you're and, like, oh, well, this guy's just cynical. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, this guy's seriously. not fun. This is the internet. <laughs> well, it, so, so I grew up in Idaho and, um, it was really interesting to me because the first time I ever like her, heard uh, a comment on that, like, and I've been out going to national parks and everything's a lot. Um, And you you saw a lot of, I mean, oh my goodness, depending on what national park you go to, it's literally, you see people from Germany, you see people from uh, Asia, you see people from, um, you you know, last few years, uh, a lot of people from India that are coming and and they have big breaks out over, over there in the the Asian countries Mm. where that's why they're able to travel for weeks at a time, coming to the U S and stuff. And, um, but growing up in Idaho, we have a really awesome football team there in Boise, Idaho called Boise State University <laughs> Broncos. Uh, and, uh, how do they end up in every podcast? I, I know, I right? <laughs> <laughs> it's my, it's my boys. No. Um, but yeah. And, and, and so it's, it's, uh, I was, I went golfing with a buddy of mine and one of the guys that, uh, he worked with in, um, the, uh, health industry was a former Boise State football player and he grew up in Compton california and ended up at boise state playing football and (laughs) and uh went and played the nfl for you know a little bit uh never became a star in the nfl but came back to boise and like said i'm gonna grow up my roots there and um you know i talked about gone tripping and different things to him and like because our goal is to get people out there and get them motivated to actually go do stuff great if we reach the people who already are doing it but it's the people who are like, eh, I I can't do it because I'm not adventurous. Well, you can be adventurous, it could be something, it could be an urban adventure, it could be going outdoors, but um, you know, start out with a cabin, then go to an RV and like, then go to tent camping and try these different things. Sure, But that was one of the things for him was like, he, he, you know, growing up in Col- he because we're golfing, and he's t- talking about it. And he's like, I love Idaho because <laughs> he, I mean, you go 30 minutes anywhere and you get desert, you go 30 <laughs> minutes north, you get mountains um, and, and all this different stuff. And he just wasn't exposed to it growing up. And uh, he just had, he just had a son, um, you know, this year. And he's just excited to be able to, start that new generation of of bringing that to his family Mm -hmm. and getting him outdoors and so that's i think it's what you're doing here with this uh um documentary uh i hope it really inspires all people to get out and and do this make it a priority like your grandparents did um and 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 just there's so much so much in this country to see and people to meet Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I always find it funny and like, oh yeah, we're going to save up and go to Europe this year. And I'm just sitting there going like, oh man, I'm just thinking how many trips I can go here in the States with how much money you're saving to take your family to Europe. <laughs> so, Absolutely. so yeah, but, uh, and I think a,
1: a major lesson is that like, you know, I, your, your grandfather kept meticulous notes, but. Um, I don't think you know. At least I didn't read in the article that they didn't plan the whole thing out or anything. They weren't like, okay, starting today, thirty-five years of travel. Yeah, like no way. And I, I think a lot of people get in their heads that they need to plan the whole thing out and they need to have every detail figured out. But your grandparents just went, and then they they called you know home and they were like, we're not coming back. They
2: were, they were totally winging it, and it's funny because like the more I talked to them, I was looking for some fairly deep answer or or something to get. Had, but the only thing that they really wanted to do was travel. Like it was, they were going to figure out how they just happened to find a trailer that they bought. But um, like they would tell me, my apparently my grandmother liked to drink highballs. I don't know if they call them that anymore. But my <laughs> grandfather always says they would, you know, they would get in the trailer um, and my grandmother would have a highball and they would open up the map and just pick a place on the map just because it sounded interesting. I was like, really? <laughs>
1: so did did they have like a was was there ever a goal to hit 48 states
2: i don't think there was in the beginning um like i said i think they were just interested in travel um and on that first trip my my mother was around 16 i believe so i think probably the next year or the following year my mother um had joined the air force so that's kind of what what I guess was perhaps a motivation for the routes that they took because they were going to travel in the trailer, but they were going to visit my mother as well. So you could kind of see in the first couple of years, it was kind of a circle around Nebraska. Like it would get further and further. Cause that's where she was stationed.
1: Oh, that's so cool.
2: Yeah. And then once my aunts were old enough, like, I mean, really, they were ready to cut them (laughs) them (laughs) Um, And I think, you know, they got more comfortable and they just they were just willing to see everything. So I I don't know to answer your question. I don't know if that's what they started out to do. But then I found out while I was talking to them that they did have some pretty some pretty good travel goals like they were going to try. They were going to drive every interstate. You know, they oh, were yeah. the ones that told me about the directions. You know, if the odd, was it the odd numbers go north and south? Yeah. Go, like, I have no idea. But they <laughs> I
0: mean were the to travel. I bet you 90% <laughs> of the country doesn't know that. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there you go, world. There's yeah. your lesson. But yeah. I I, mean, I didn't find this out. I mean, I was grown by this. It, but I was yeah. like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Right.
0: So one of the things that's interesting to me is there's a comedian that uh, I, I think he's hilarious. Um But his name's Ryan Hamilton and he talks about, he had a special on Netflix, I think it's still up there, called Happy Face. But he talks about, uh, he's from rural Idaho, town of like 900 people. Um, And he talks about, uh, he's been living in New York for like the last 10 years. And uh, he talking about when he first got to New York and he's like, how everybody's like, oh, like New Yorkers are like, oh, if you can make it New York, you can make it anywhere. (laughs) And uh, and he has a great, great set uh, about it, you know they can't make it in Ashton, Idaho, where I grew up. They get lost going to find gluten-free cupcakes. There's no gluten-free cupcakes. Like, all these different things. Right. It's like, you walk out in New York, and it's like 20, 25 different, you know, deli shops within 10 feet of you. So, uh, it, it's always really funny to me, because, like, it, it, you grow up in a, a, and I grew up in Boise, which is is 250,000 people uh, by the time I left, and uh, grew up probably with 150 uh, when I first, you know, was born. But uh, those aren't necessarily big cities. But it's kind of like you know, uh, my buddy that came from Compton. Uh, you grew you grow up in LA, and the LA River is your river that you're used that oh, you right. see. I mean, you show up and you see an actual. You guys know what the LA River is, right? It's like a yeah, canal. Yeah. Um, and and it's just it's just one of those things where you get out and 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 it changes your whole perspective on everything. And if your parent, if your grandparents were you know circling Nebraska and getting out. I mean I'm sure what motivated them is Nebraska is probably like the most boring. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, <I too. laughs> but like yeah y- you get out to Colorado and then mm-hmm. like southern Utah yeah you'd be like okay we got to explore some more cuz <laughs> if we can only drive you know 6 hours and see this uh it better drive 12 or right. something amazing but uh,
1: uh yeah I wonder if there's any stats on people who are from like uh, you know states that don't have as many like national monuments mm. or as much in driving distance if they travel more or less Oh, yeah, I'd I'm be sure. really curious to find
0: that out <laughs> <laughs> for sure
2: um, You know, what I, was, I wanted to say really quick though, yeah. Brando, something you said about this brand of yours from from Compton mm-hmm. um, and it really is you're right like what the reason why I'm doing this besides telling the story about my grandparents is I realized this is something normal to me because, you're right, I was exposed to it. If mm. you're not exposed to it, you're going to have a lot of questions. You're going to wonder if you belong there. And the other question I always get from people when I tell them we're going camping, just when I camp here locally, my friends want to know, what do you do?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, my answer to them is always, well, why don't you come out and find out?
0: Oh, yeah. Right. And I'm sure every one of them, they they slowly – get into it and they're like okay i see what you're talking about now
1: right yeah we're, we're it, human beings not human doings yeah <laughs> <laughs> like we can just exist yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's true though because it's um you know if you don't see it and then also as far as seeing someone that looks like you in the space mm. um i think it makes a huge difference so i, I definitely want to make sure that everyone feels like they're welcome because like you're right there's so much to see and you know, I t- I'm, I'm supportive of everyone that wants to travel and be global because I would take the next flight anywhere. I wouldn't care <laughs> where it was, if it was here in the country or out of the country. But sure, right, there's so much to see here in the country that I think a well, lot, not even think I know, would blow people's mind. Oh yeah, but absolutely. I'll see something and I'm like, I had no idea, where is this? I gotta go, I gotta see this place. And I think once people realize that this country has so many amazing resources, as far as what you can see visually and what can inspire you, and then also, which I've gotten really park nerdy about, which I don't mind admitting, we need people to start caring about this land. Like, oh, yeah. We need everyone to care because, I mean, we kind of see where things are going with some of these administration, <laughs> and not even that, I, I won't make it political, but just we're all people, we are people being and doing in cars and everything else that's making a difference in the uh, world and the planet. but it's important for everyone to care. And if you don't know what's out there yeah. or how amazing it is, you're not going to care. Especially. If
1: yeah. Out. If you spend all your time in a city, it can be really easy to yeah. just like, Oh, well it litters, litter, I mean, yeah. whatever, but it's like, no man, this like bleeds out into the outside area. And well, you know. I think,
0: I think it's even beyond that. I mean, growing up out West, um, that was like the number one thing was, uh, you know, you, you grew up there, uh, and we talked about like wolves and that kind of stuff. Man. Um, you know, wolves, wolves disappeared um from like the western united states and so uh, they decided they were going to it, you know bring them in and they brought in a canadian wolf which is like twice the size of the native wolf <laughs> and so all of a sudden there's like this you know the ecosystem keeps going up and down and up and down and so it's really you got to understand those places um and i think that a, a lot of people just kind of sit back and like oh well you know make laws and like you got people making laws who've never been and stepped foot in yellowstone Uh, and, and then Yellowstone's dealing with these different things. And I think, you know, you have these rangers and you have these people that are, you know, cultivating these areas and I think they need to be heard more. Um, and, and really, you know, what's, what do these places need? Um, but I think that a lot of it goes back to that, that personal responsibility. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and, public public service announcement <laughs> if you're ever, if you're ever outdoors you're ever out in national park you're ever out somewhere and you see a piece of trash pick it up yep just throw it away it take i mean there's trash cans everywhere sure because um,
1: like, I think a lot of people get into the trap of thinking that it was it's like malicious like mm. some like oh somebody threw out their trash and like ugh I'm not yeah. gonna pick that up like that's awful they shouldn't do that and it's yeah. like well it could have like blown off a like in out of somebody's trash can it, like a I, raccoon carried it out here nine like times just out 10, take wasn't care of it somebody
0: like just tossing out a window right it was right crazy like, like,
1: that it, like everybody if everybody yeah. took care of it it wouldn't be a problem
0: oh yeah <laughs> totally and 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 staying on trails there's just so many yeah. things yeah. that I think that people that are out there um doing it they're just they're like you know my, my biggest uh oh, it just makes my blood boil right now thinking about it but there was about five years ago um there uh there, there's a place in utah called goblin valley state park and it is amazing
2: i'll put it on my list yes okay. yes
0: <laughs> and um have you ever seen the movie galaxy quest yes okay so That's
2: they
0: they they filmed the, the they filmed the that part one, of it like, there uh,
1: the, when they went down to the planet.
0: When they Went down to the planet and the rocks came alive.
1: Yeah,
3: that's yeah.
0: that's Goblin Valley and it literally looks like that. It's it looks like Mars. It's insane, and so there's all these little like mushroom shaped goblins and uh, at night it's really cool because you get the stars. There's no light anywhere except for the stars and there's all these shapes. But uh, th- there was this guy and they decided they were gonna go. Him and, and a couple other guys decided they were gonna push over. Uh, One of these rocks that's on this, that's on this, they're called like hoodoos. Right. And he pushed it over and filmed it and put it up on Facebook because everybody has to like, Hey, look what I did. Right. And anyway, luckily he did get prosecuted for it. But I mean, it takes like a million years for these things to get the way they do. Right. And And like 10 seconds. Yeah. His whole thing was like, Oh, well we were worried about safety. It's like, no, because those things as they fall, it's all like this desert desert rock it, it crawls right it crumbles so and like it doesn't like it's not like a like you know you're on a mountainside pushing rocks down a mountain and they right it literally just slides because it's, it's not a tree so it's not it's like clay. dying or yeah something exactly like that. And it's like so it's just you know respect respect what's out there yeah for sure um, i hope
2: not some goblin state park curse that's gonna I, I know right <laughs> oh I, i'm pretty sure
0: he got prosecuted pretty hard right um yeah. That would be crazy. Like, I mean, we won't get into it. But he was claiming disability, and they're <laughs> like, uh, "We just saw you push over this rock. Uh, <laughs> your disability benefits are gone." Um, oh, but, man. Uh, yeah. oh, that's even dumber. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was a big deal. Um, and like, made
1: national news. <laughs> I, almost like the most egregious part is that he filmed it. Like, oh, because I that's f- like. What are like, you
2: doing? Don't right. it. You need to be a jerk. At least be smart enough. Yeah. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Don't. You don't have to rub everybody's face in it.
0: <laughs> well, the, so here's the, the thing. I, I found interesting. So I just did some math real quick with my smartphone because I didn't need a calculator. Got one on my phone. <laughs> um, I didn't need to do the math by longhand. But if you take the amount your parent, or your grandparents spent over 35 years, which was $32,600 and five cents. And you divide that by the 35 years that they traveled, they spent $931 and 43 cents a year on average.
1: How did dollars get into this? Wow.
0: That's how much money they spent.
1: Oh, is that the money? Oh, I thought that was the miles.
0: No, no. So miles was (laughs) 96,000 or 94,000. Yeah. So they spent $32,600 so that's the wow. thing that, like, that when I talk about flying to Europe and that kind of stuff, and even flying to Disneyland or going <laughs> to Disneyland, it's expensive.
2: Getting into it, paying tickets to get into
0: oh, Disney. Seriously, like those—they're eighty bucks a pop at least, and like, um, and then a place to stay and that kind of stuff. And that's one of the things that that uh, you know with gone tripping. Uh, road trips is what is what we po- that is what we pretty much push. Right? Is is road trips are one a drink. You know, for every road yeah. trip, that's why we do drink of the day. Absolutely. Uh, every road trip starts with a drink. Uh, you also have uh, the time you get to spend with other people. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, we moved from Idaho to here to Pennsylvania uh, with two cars and like we would swap kids. Uh, the three <laughs> kids we have, we would swap them on our way out here. And it was just so fun spending that time. Um, and the most rewarding part is when, you know, your eight year old comes home from school and they would had to fill out the first week of school things that, they liked and that what's their favorite stuff and their favorite place to visit and it's from their trip and it was Mount Rushmore uh oh, wow. that that's like okay <laughs> like that trip wasn't horrible for her like she, it's one of her favorite things so yeah. you know it, it's it's but it's cheap I mean you can take yeah. a family of five and drive from Baltimore Maryland to LA and it probably could be less than 500 bucks yeah. It's it's amazing. It's and so you much saw, cheaper.
1: Like what 10 times the states. Oh yeah. It's just
0: and it's just amazing. Yeah, you have to take longer to get there, but the time that's spent is well spent. Mm-hmm. Um if you right. do it right.
2: It's priceless. It builds character. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Absolutely. a reason why National Lampoon's Vacation is a classic. I mean, good man <laughs> and the ugly of road trips. I mean, it's well, I mean, jinks and shenanigans and yeah. fun about yourself and about
1: the place you're going
0: absolutely oh and i always get made fun of because you know everywhere every time i go somewhere uh if i'm on a trail you know hiking in in a national park i, I say hello and that's how you know where people are from if you say hello to somebody as you're walking by them on a trail and they say mm-hmm. hi back they're most likely from a small town <laughs> <laughs> um, if if they just kind of like look away uh, they're probably from a big city, but like, <laughs> that's just what I found. And, sure. and it's, it's, but I, 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 have made friends with people from Germany. Um, and I've made friends with people, um, uh, from other States, uh, that I never would have known. And it, one of the things I was reading in the article too, was that your grandfather, uh, expressed to you that, um, you know, and that, at that time, and I'm sure it had to build confidence for him, um, that things were going to, things are changing. Um, but it said in there that there was only two times where he ever felt discriminated against in his travels, and um, I, I, it's it's you know reading that I was like you know that's one that is uh, good to hear. I know, and that's but, like almost sad. It's yeah. like
1: oh good, only two times. Like, well, but you
0: gotta remember everyone, the time.
2: Everyone that that normally that's the number one question that gets asked. is sure. I, Or statement that's made is that I know they had problems. Like yeah. everyone's expecting, and I expected it, but. They're pretty. Con- he's been consistent. Those were the two times. Yeah, and that's oh. and
0: that's good to hear. And like, and I'm sure it had to be very, um, very just helpful for him and and your grandmother to see that. Okay, this we can do this. And so, um, I, the one thing I, I would just say is you're doing these travels too. Is is like you talked about it? it make new friends. Talk to yeah. people. Um, Absolutely. That's, that's the benefit of going on these road trips and you're stopping at a gas station and somebody, you know, next to you is that's one thing that's missing in the world. And that it's great that we have these cell phones, but get your face out of it and and talk to people around you, um, that you don't know. And you'll find some incredible stories, incredible stories.
2: Absolutely. There's, there've been a few times I probably don't want to admit that I might've hit my, uh, voice recorder on my iPhone, uh, for the purposes of, uh, getting that really great story when we meet people, but a lot of times just the camera alone gets attention.
0: Oh yeah, for and sure.
2: People are interested in what we're doing or probably because they don't see that many people like us in the area. <laughs> um, sure. But kind of along what you were saying as far as you know, walking by someone and saying hi and just even the fact that my grandparents didn't have as many um, confrontations that people expected for them to have, I found Personally, just in my own travels and just uh, retracing their steps I honestly think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that if you're doing like everyone is there for the same purpose Oh, yeah, it's kind of like that common denominator is that everyone's here to enjoy whatever this landscape or Scenery or this trail so you kind of like okay, we got something in common already. Oh, yeah we wouldn't.
0: Common ground right off the bat.
2: Yeah, so I think that that does go a long way, but definitely talking to people You never had, like, you can never know what somebody's story is. Or, like, I found out one time when we were in Hawaii, we were um I never pronounce this right, Haleakala National Park. And this gentleman was standing next to us and we started talking to him. He was from Maryland.
1: Oh, man. That's crazy.
2: I mean, I couldn't have been any further away from my home and any higher up in the air. I think it was like above 10,000 feet. I mean, it was crazy in the sky dating next to me was had lived in maryland for a long time and we were talking about the same places
1: uh my uh my cousin lauren um when she took this like right after college she took this like trip to hawaii and she's from like it's like and i say i was uh, born in buffalo but it's really more uh, Hamburg, like the, the hospital is in Buffalo because Hamburg mm. doesn't have anything like that. But, um, <laughs> this, it was a small town in Hamburg and like, it, it's, it's pretty similar to like Waynesboro, I would say like yeah. this kind of area, very small. And, uh, the houses are really close together though. <laughs> right. Um, and she, she's in Hawaii. She just gets start, starts talking to this guy in a bar. They realize, Oh my gosh, we're both from New York. Oh my gosh, we're, both from northern new york which is even like weirder cuz like oh okay you can meet somebody from new york uh, they they keep talking and it turns out they grew up on the same street Are oh you goodness kidding? yeah and now they're married <laughs> <laughs>
0: i know it's such a small world i know such a small world and it's like it was
1: they grew up on the same street they didn't know each other but like um her mom my aunt like immediately knew her yeah like or, uh, immediately knew the guy he's like oh yeah yeah yeah. are you talking about colin yeah yeah That's he's so like around funny. your age isn't he <laughs> Even
2: more reason for me to start talking to people oh right exactly
1: he, i mean you could find that you have more in common than you would have ever believed
0: no yeah. nuts. That, that, that's incredible stories like that. Are just so funny right. to, to find. And like, I, I, uh, the, the one of the things for me, like, you know, talking to people is you'll have those crazy experiences. Sure. But then like you have people like I, I've got friends that I only talked to them on Facebook, mm-hmm. but I met them obscurely, like waiting in a line to get on prices. Right. Or, <laughs> you know, something crazy like that. And yeah. like, there's, there's one, uh, woman and she actually listens to our show occasionally. Oh. I know that, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was probably, you know, eight years later or six years later, and uh, she just contacted me and said, hey, my son is coming to Idaho to go to college. Uh, can you give me some information? And it was really cool because, like, she didn't know anybody in Idaho. And then she's like, wait a second. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and it's just you just never know when, yeah. when you're going to be, be able to help somebody um with that
1: do you uh do you know if your grandparents like have any uh had any like long time friends that they made on the road or do they keep to themselves
2: it's funny that you've asked me that kim um a little i think maybe the last time that i met with my crew uh we were just thinking about how to develop the story a little bit further for the documentary and um my friend thomas who's my director of photography asked me that same question Mm. and it's funny because i I knew the answer and i hadn't thought about it but yeah like i they would get christmas cards
3: oh um, right
2: letters phone calls from people that they met over the years and we were trying to see if there was someone that they were still communicating with um but i think my grandfather said that maybe you know they probably got their last christmas card a couple years ago but they've met people um that had stayed with stayed in contact with them for decades that's so Um, cool so I might try to look around in an address book and maybe just ask him if he remembers. Because I'm thinking maybe even some of the kids, maybe some of the kids of um, the people might remember them. Just enough to say, okay, we remember meeting them and yeah. their impressions were. But I mean, that, that's, I don't know. This whole story has so many layers, but I think that's, again, one of the things I think, the idea of them meeting people and people getting to know them as who they were, I mean, even in this day and age, to be in contact with someone, uh, maybe they would be like Facebook friends now. I, don't I know, know. I like, <laughs> they didn't have
0: Facebook back uh, then. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But, um, you know, they were. I don't know. Like my grandparents were just cool. I mean, yeah. I always thought that, but you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm probably just saying that because I'm related to them. They <laughs> have to be cool, but I mean, they really did leave a lasting impression on people. Um, That's so cool. So
0: well, so. Cool. Yeah, no, and it's super awesome. And so where I, I, let's, let's go back. Let's go to the documentary. Let's get to that and talk about what you're, you're, you're getting ready to head out. Uh, we're actually doing this right before you're leaving. Yeah. So what's, what's your, what, what's your, where, where you're retracing their steps. What, what are you doing this part of your documentary?
2: Well, this is my fourth year filming. Um, but saying that means that I want to finish the filming. Um, I would love to travel all the time, but I just need to keep, keep this process going. Sure. Um, we're leaving Sunday, um, and we're actually going to be out till the 30th of October. So this is going to be like our biggest, most epic road trip, which <laughs> is why I'm like trying not to stress out because I just don't want to mess up two other people's lives besides my own, but I, like, I don't love these people, so we can figure anything out at this point. Um, but we are going to be doing the northwest and the southwest of the country. So if you cut the map in half, okay. everything to the left of that line is, is what we're going to cover on this okay. trip.
1: Wow, Very
2: so cool. we will. Like I said, we will be in Idaho. We're just gonna, we're just gonna do a clip in there. But a quick rundown: we're flying into Seattle, um, so we can go to Olympia, Washington. Um, from Olympia, Washington, we're gonna go to Pacific City, Oregon. From there, we're gonna go. Um, I think it's called Trees of Mystery. Is the actual place like there's a big Paul Bunyan and mm. Blue the Ox? Mm. Some people seem to recognize it right away, but it's in the Redwood area. Yeah, in California. Uh, from there we're going to make a b line to vegas and we're actually going to pick up an rv in vegas uh from oh. go rving which has been very helpful uh so i'm going to be pretty excited to talk about that once i get some more details <laughs> so we're going to pick up the rv um in vegas and then we're going to backtrack because of the scheduling so that's when we get to idaho we're going to shoot all the way north again okay. and we're going to do a little clip uh through bonner's ferry idaho okay
0: that's um, north that's northern idaho
2: northern yeah. idaho because uh, that is a place that they did stop okay and then from there we're going to go to glacier national park it's amazing here <laughs> we're going to go to yellowstone yellowstone uh south to jackson hole which i actually i went last year um which is a place my grandfather noted was a place worth seeing again yes he had all kinds of little sidebar notes in the journal um huh. then from jackson hole we're going to go to uh great salt lake uh utah um from there, we're going to keep going south to Grand Canyon. From the Grand Canyon, we're going to go due east to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, and then we're going to go south uh, to check out Carlsbad Caverns. Okay. Uh, National Park. And then our last stop is going to be Guadalupe Mountains National Park in El Paso. Well, near El Paso. Texas. Okay. Wow. That's where we're out of.
1: Very cool. That is an epic yep. road trip.
0: <laughs> well, and I was going to say, so you're going to the Jackson Hole uh, area, Yellowstone area. Um yeah. and I, uh I spent yeah. a lot of I mean I spent time more time over there than I did in North Idaho. Uh really? yeah, uh North Idaho. I have a sister who lives in Spokane, but we didn't yeah. I mean we went, you know, every eight years, type thing. Yeah, um sure. but uh I lived in Eastern Idaho uh for 8 years and so we got, it was an hour and a half from Yellowstone. Um wow. but there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh Jackson was like everybody's stop to go to. So if you're going from Jackson and you're going down to Salt Lake you're going to be going most likely through the eastern part of Idaho down uh, I-15. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would suggest a couple of food places to you oh. and,
2: right and, <laughs> and maybe a
0: couple of uh, uh, adventure stops that are just off your, your route. So uh, first off, um, Mesa Falls. Okay. Uh, Mesa Falls is probably like 20 to 30 minutes um, south west of Yellowstone. Um, okay. and so it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a huge, like off the beaten path thing for you to go down to go hit it up on your down, uh, way down to, uh, uh Salt Lake. Um, okay. it's pro- probably on the way, um, anyway, but, uh, it's, uh, really cool falls. It has this giant falls and then it has a lower falls. Uh, you can actually hike from the upper falls down to the lower falls. I think it's five bucks to park and then, uh, you get to, but it's part of the, um, Targhee national forest. The parking
1: is cost effective with an RV. Yes, yes it
0: is, (laughs) yes it is. But super super cool spot. Um, uh, And then uh, right near there is Ashton, Idaho, um, and which you'd be driving right through uh, to go down uh, 15. It's part of 15. um, But to get to Utah, but they have uh, there's a uh, place there called um, Big Judds. Oh
1: gosh! And Man, this place is so famous. I've heard about this <laughs> yes. multiple times, and I've never been driving past it. Yeah. There's no reason I should know about it. They
0: have three. They have three <laughs> locations in Idaho. Oh, um, the original started in Archer, Idaho, which is uh, uh, along at your along your path there, along 15. It's just off uh, off the trail about 10 minutes or so. But uh, um, they have one in Ashton, uh, and it's a burger the size of a plate. It's a one-pound burger. <laughs> um and uh yeah. right the, the cool thing is they bring out a knife so your crew could literally order one one pound burger and it comes out with uh, an order of fries and these are idaho fries
1: so so they're basically just potatoes they, they pull the
0: potato <laughs> out of the ground they cut it up uh and loosely no, no, cause <laughs> your fries are like this long right yeah <laughs>
2: so um, if i have a stomach ache I'm calling you. Well, that's
0: where that's where they're going to try to get you to do the challenge, which is to eat the whole one-pound burger and the fries and the drink. But if you yeah. just get one of those,
2: I could already tell you that's not going to work because we have a vegetarian in the oh. group. and then the two non-vegetarian are women, and I just don't get <laughs> <guess that one. laughs>
0: I'm just telling you, I shared it with two kids, and we did it. But okay. <laughs> yeah, they bring out a knife and you cut it like a pie and then eat it like a pie. It's, it's, that's how I ate it. A lot of people oh. just try to take the whole thing. But, uh, uh, and they have really good, they really have if you like ice cream. They have the hungry heifer, which is uh, 15 scoops of ice cream and they have all these ice creams. Jeez. Um, hungry heifer. But, uh, yeah. And you might catch, if you go the one in Archer, you might catch big Judd there. He, he's like a six foot four biker just built. I mean, huge guy. They call him big Judd for a reason. Uh, got a gray beard down to here. Uh, but, uh, so that's, that's a really cool place. Um, uh, do you like beef jerky? I do. Okay. The (laughs) best. (laughs) Great. We sent you these questions ahead of time. I don't know why you're not prepared. (laughs) I love beef jerky. I'm a beef jerky snob. Um, uh, no offense against Jack.
2: This is artisan beef jerky. This
0: is beef jerky. (sighs) That's made in Idaho falls, Idaho. Um, and they have the outlet right off right off the highway there. It's called Glenwood, G-L-E-N-W-O-O-D, beef okay. jerky. It is my favorite beef jerky out there. And they have one that is a teriyaki jerky. Uh, it's really, the teriyaki jerky is really good. But they also have teriyaki hot, which is teriyaki jerky with crushed red pepper. And oh. it is mind-blowing. It is so good. It's hot, but it is so good. Um, so that's that's another one. Um, and uh,
2: you your order in. I feel like you're putting your order in. Yeah, I know.
0: I am, oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. You, when you come back, if you don't mind bringing a couple of bags, <laughs> a couple of 10 ounce bags, you're, you're going to be going past uh, yeah. uh, Hagerstown. OK. Well, <laughs> the funny part is, is you, you joke. But I literally every time I like know somebody is going to Idaho Falls, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, can you stop at the jerky outlet? <laughs> Uh, and get me this, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I can order it online, but it's cheaper at the outlet. Oh, <laughs> and, and you're gonna be so there. So it's not even like something he needs from you. <laughs> he it just, is. I need it. Okay, it's beef jerky, um, but uh, but yeah. And then there is one, and this is this would be like an hour out of your way, uh, but Craters of the Moon National mm-hmm. Monument. Um, that is where they actually practiced and and got ready to go to the moon. Um, Uh, there are craters of the moon. It sees lava flows. There's three volcanoes that are dormant. Um, that's a really cool place to check out. Uh, the other one is, um, city of rocks, uh, national recreation area. And that is right on the Utah, Idaho border. Um, and this time of year with fall, all the leaves are changing and it's really pretty. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is
1: a good time to go uh, through that part uh, yeah. of the country.
0: And just, you know, these are suggestions. If you don't go, I won't be offended. I'm just telling you, like, these are some options. <laughs> but they they sh- they should be along your route. Um,
1: I feel like we're going to have to, like, start a sister podcast, yeah, which I is, like, pimp my trip.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And
1: it's, like, people call in, like, okay, I got to drive from here <laughs> to here. As to long here. as you're
0: going to Idaho. Right. And Tom. Um, <laughs> the other one is Bear Lake. If you want to see, like, ocean blue waters with white sand beaches in the mountains, Bear Lake, it's it's on the border of Utah and Idaho. Half of it's on the Idaho side, half of it's on the Utah side. Um, if you're looking for a new desktop background, yes, like it is seriously like I never like all my friends like oh I were going to Bear Lake, and the first time I was probably like twenty six, seven years old, and uh, I was driving back from Utah, and I was like oh, I'm gonna go off and check this out, and literally like you're above it, and you look over, and it is blue as can be. It's like this Caribbean blue and these white beaches. And it's surrounded by mountains. It's insane. Um, and so uh it it's pretty cool. And then uh when you get to Salt Lake, you gotta have a J Dog. <laughs> if you like hot dogs. Uh and I
1: thought, I thought that was gonna be a person. No, like, no, you're gonna like oh yeah, you gotta see oh, J Dog. Yeah. yeah, you
0: gotta see <laughs> J Dog, get some J Dog. Uh but there's there's another one um that uh, everybody talks about. It's on my list to do, but Mo Bettas. Mo Betta is what it's okay. called. It's a Polynesian, like Hawaiian uh, restaurant that is supposed to be, they, they talk about it on ESPN when they do uh, football games down in Salt Lake, uh, University of Utah games. Um, but it's like the spot to go. So, and, uh, and how
2: would you spell that? Uh, <laughs> it's
0: M-O, and I think it's B-E-T-T-A-H maybe. That sounds okay. like a Hawaii okay. way to do that. I, um, I bet Google would help you out. <laughs> and then yeah. if you're going from Salt Lake, you're going from Salt Lake down to New Mexico, you said?
2: uh Salt Lake to Grand Canyon
0: Grand Canyon okay so Salt Lake down to the Grand Canyon that's where you're gonna find um uh uh I don't know cra- uh, not craters uh, <laughs> goblin Valley State Park oh, okay, you were looking uh, at me like I knew yeah so no <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Salt Lake you'll go down uh to Provo go through Provo canyon you'll go down through uh and you'll get to uh that's where Goblin Valley is It's like one of my favorite places to go. I went like nine years in a row. Uh, first time I went, I was blown away. Um, it's gonna be perfect temperatures in October. It'll be like seventy-five <laughs> to uh, in, during the day and and forty <laughs> at night. But um, yeah, really cool place to see. Uh, and then um, you know, right there from when you go from uh, Goblin Valley State Park to get to um, get to like uh, Arizona, there's two different ways. There's one that will take you where you go down and you go through. Th- Three of Utah's national parks, which is Capitol Reef National Park.
2: Yeah, that's where we're going to get. I left a day in there because I was like, "There's no way we're going to drive through and not stop somewhere." Yeah. <laughs> so if
0: you're driving, so like, yeah. So literally, uh, if you go to Goblin Valley State Park, like it's not. It's going to take you right there to hit that corridor of uh, of uh, Capitol Reef National Park, Bryce Canyon, and Zion National Park, um, and then from Zion National Park to get to the Grand Canyon you'll go through like canab it takes you right across the border of Utah and Arizona.
2: Yeah. I think my grandparents did stop in canab. I remember it, seeing that on there.
0: Yeah. Canab Kanab's a cool little town. A lot of cool like, uh, colors there in canab, mm-hmm. um, with the rocks and, and the, and the uh, shrubbery. Um, but then you'll get to page Arizona and that's where Lake Powell is. Mm-hmm. Um, Lake Powell is, uh, the Glen Canyon dam. Super cool place there. Um, You might be able to hook up with a houseboat (laughs) anyway. (laughs) Really cool there.
1: Um, And and you'd start your own 35 year adventure (laughs) right there. Um,
0: But uh, the uh, right there in page Arizona, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's um, one is called uh, Antelope Canyon. Yes. Uh, Antelope Canyon is really cool. There's a North and a South of the, of of the, uh, uh, of the Canyon. And I am after I'll, I'll reference this to you later on. It, one of them, north or south, one of them is better than the other. Um, and Classic. And so, it, well, <laughs> the, the reason that's important is because it's like twenty five bucks. The Carolinas to go to each one. The Dakotas. So, Was well,
2: yeah. it a national park?
0: No, it's actually ran by the Navajo Nation.
2: Right. Okay, so on their land. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. So um, it's ran by Navajo Nation. Uh, they do the awesome tours, uh, and but like literally, it, it the one that's closest to Page is the better one. I think okay. it, I think it might be the north uh north part. Um but uh that's usually the better one. Yeah, right. <laughs> um but uh uh so so that would save you, you know, 25 bucks just to go to one of those. Um and then uh, instead of both of them, and then the other uh there's one that's free which is Horseshoe Bend. Mm-hmm. Um and that's a famous picture. I mean
2: yeah, you, I've seen that a lot of times. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh so Horseshoe Bend is really cool. It's a little mile hike to the rim. Um, stay on the trails. Uh, (laughs) it's really cool to me. People like they get to the top of it and then they fan out and you can kind of see the fan out of the messing up the stuff there, but really cool picture there. And then, um, uh, there, there's another one that is really tough to get into, but the time of year you're going to be in is like the best. Mm -hmm. And that is called, um, the wave.
2: And now that I've never heard before.
0: Um, you've probably seen it on a desktop. We'll um, I'll show you a picture here. But it's it's the wave, and it's it's basically you're hiking on rock, but it's all these different sediments, and so everything looks like a wave, uh, uh, and it has different colors in the sediments. It's pretty cool. Um, but they only let, like, 31 people a day Can hike into that? it.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: So it, you, you do have to get a permit ahead of time, but a lot of times this time of year you can show up and like, Oh yeah, this person didn't use it. So, you, you can know, you, you
1: might have to, um, hold off on the documentary filming. It seems like you're going to have a full trip. Um, These are but- all suggestions. These are all
0: suggestions. <laughs> and it's like my this dream, is be
2: my special gone trip in addition. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. I- <laughs> well, the
0: other, uh, no, yeah, joking around side, uh, Zion National Park. I will tell you,
1: <laughs> he's like, wait, 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 but I do have another one. <laughs> Zion
0: National Park. Uh, they also, you can go in and get a um, permit to do the subway. Oh yeah, that and the cool. subway is amazing, especially this time of year with the colors changing. Um, but it's a, it's like a it's a pretty intense hike. It's like nine or twelve miles going, okay. and you're going up this little water. You come around the canyon. And all of a sudden, it's like it looks like the subway system. Like it looks, and if you're there like three o'clock in the afternoon, or you're there in the morning, depending on um, the the sun hits it, and it looks like there's a train coming out of it. It's like a because it's, Cause it's sort just of like something. a
1: rock tunnel. Yeah. It is
0: insane. I'll send you I'll send you some pictures because I went there with a buddy of mine. Um, super cool. Uh, and they only let so many people a day go into that one, and so it's really peaceful to go. To, like we saw sure. a couple people's. All I wish
1: they'd do that with the real subways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right, hold on. We're at a capacity here. Seriously. You gotta uh, wait.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so uh, those those are some of the big ones that I enjoy uh, when I go down there. Um,
2: well, here's a tr- here's a a trick question because there's probably not going to be a right answer. Yes. Say if a person had to choose because of time. Yes. Out of the three big parks. Between Capitol Reef, Bryce or Zion, which is your number
0: one? Okay, so I will give you full warning. I've not Bryce is the only one I've not been to yet.
2: Okay. So this is like asking you which one is your favorite kid, probably. But but, so, <laughs> right, but exactly. yeah,
0: so but I can give you I can give you my answer pretty quickly or pretty easily, not quickly though. Right. Um so first <laughs> off, before I forget you need to write down Ray's Tavern.
1: Oh right, episode eight. If you want to go, yeah, go back, yeah, you go back and listen to episode eight. Listen to episode eight. We talked yeah. to uh, Ray's Tavern. Yeah, Ray, Ray's nice Tavern. Hole in the wall near Goblin Valley, right? Yeah. So Ray's oh, in the
0: wall. Yes, okay. and so Raised Tavern is in Green River, Utah, which is a tiny town. Yep. I seventy goes right through it. Um, but if you go to Goblin Valley and then you go over to, it's between Goblin Valley and Capitol Reef. So. Okay. Um,
1: and there should be a Gone Trippin' shirt on the wall.
0: There should be a Gone tripping shirt on the wall. Yeah. So if you get there, you get take, out. take a picture and time. text it to us. Yeah, right, for sure. Right, exactly. Uh, and uh, we'll put it up on the website. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so Capitol Reef was amazing to me. And the reason Capitol Reef was amazing was because there's five national parks in Utah. And mm-hmm. you know you're getting an RV in Las Vegas and going around. Well, what a lot of um, people do, especially retired folks, is they'll fly into Las Vegas They'll get the RV and then they'll go on the national park tour through Utah, right. and they'll they'll go to Zion, Bryce, Capitol Reef, and then uh, Canyonlands and Moab, okay, and uh, uh, Arches. Um, mm-hmm. And the the thing is, is when we went to Capitol Reef, so I went on my birthday trip. I always go down to Southern Utah, so my birthday trip, we went down there. We went to Goblin Valley, we went to Capitol Reef, and they went over and hit Canyonlands and Arches because they're twenty minutes apart, okay. and. All of us it was our first time going to Capitol Reef, and it like instantly became one of our favorites. And here's why: it is the forgotten national park in Utah, and so it's mainly these retired folks that go mm-hmm. to this national park. and And so we learned this when we were talking with um, the uh, the park ranger there, and we're like, "Okay, we're going to be here for the day. What are the top three things we need to see?" And you know, she was just like, "Well, you can," and she was not having it. And, and, uh, she's just like, well, you know, here and look out and she showed us the map and she goes, "This is called the goosenecks. And I said, can you hike in the goosenecks? Cause she's like, there's three waterfalls down there you can see. And she goes, yes. And all of a sudden she got excited that I was asking her questions because nobody hikes there. So we went and she told us to get, you go here and you get on the trail hmm. and you can hike through this Canyon. It's like 6.8 miles, but it's all downhill. There's four waterfalls and and like literally you get to the waterfall and you're like, how do I get down here? And then you just look around There's like a little Indian trail that has like these stairs and you get down there and it is amazing. It seriously is one of my favorites because we saw one person the whole time we were hiking that and they were up on the overlook and oh. we waved to them. <laughs> other than that, like it was just, we had it all to ourselves. Um, So it's super cool. The 6.8 miles goes fast because you're going downhill. So mm-hmm. you can do it in like three hours. Um, what happens
2: when you're coming back uphill? Does that trick right. you? Like, so
0: that's that's the cool thing is you actually uh, park, you get down the 6.8 miles, and it comes out at the visitor center, and you just uh, thumb it up to your car. Hitch it's, a ride. Yeah, hitch a ride. Wow. Yeah. So that's what we did was we we had five people, so the guy that had the car hitched a ride, one person went with him to make sure he didn't get you know killed or anything, and then <laughs> he got dropped off in his car and he came up and picked us up. It was right. awesome. Both unmurdered yeah both unmurdered plan um, went perfectly so so capital reef has a special place to me because it's like it's not commercialized mm. it's it's least commercialized zions I, brought, I would leave bryce out of it because i just i've not been okay. um and it would be probably really cool to go to if you like are going to spend a week in bryce type thing mm. yeah. but i don't know enough to tell you like you got to go to this place uh-huh. zions if you go to if you go to um if you go to capital reef i would do the next. just call it good there Because you'll get a lot of the park from right there. Um, There is a town in Capitol Reef called Fruta, Utah. It's population thirteen. So there's like these barns and stuff. Uh, That picture I have on my wall at work. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, And and so awesome opportunity at uh, sunset, getting the picture of these barns with these beautiful cliffs in the background. Um, And then uh, Zion. I, I feel like you could do both of those because going if you if you went the route to Goblin Valley and then over to Capital Reef. Mm -hmm. You can go from Capital Reef to Zion next. Um, And uh, Zion is very commercial. Like they have these buses that you get on to go to certain parts of it. Um, And Zion's really cool in in that aspect that you can do those things. But the one thing in Zion that's really cool is they built a tunnel through the side of the mountain that you can drive through. I don't know. I mean, I know your RV can do it, i've seen yeah. rvs that do it
2: if, if things go the way they are planning to go we've got a big one it's going to be like 31, it, it's yeah. Be a 31
0: cool. so yeah. yeah you probably we'll want to a lot of equipment but it's it's a really <laughs> it's a really cool it's a really cool tunnel uh it's amazing that they were able to build it into the side of this cliff All right um and then uh angels landing is really cool to go up there but that will take you probably most of the day and it will kick your butt um <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh but I—I I mean, if I—if it were me, I'd be like, go to Goblin Valley, go to Capitol Reef, call okay. it good. So, because you you're like—I believe you. Especially <laughs> since, especially, especially yeah. since you don't have all that time to like spend like a week <laughs> there. You're just like, okay, one day, I'd go Goblin no, that, Valley and and that. That's
2: the worst. That's the that's probably been the most frustrating thing about uh, working on this film, which is kind of bad to say that it's been the worst thing, but. I always call it vacation. It's like work and vacation because sure. you're there and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to oh, yeah. do this. I want to see this, this, and this. And then you're like, oh. Yeah. No, yeah, for
0: I sure. Know. I know. And then you,
1: you get home and you feel like, wow, I need a vacation. Yeah. Like, right. that was really, And it's like, uh-oh, I got to get back to work. For sure. <laughs> I always hate those. It's a
2: double-edged sword. So. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yeah, it.
1: that's how I felt after my recent Disneyland trip. It was like, well, that was fun, but I need to like chill. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> I need a vacation.
0: <laughs> well, and the cool thing is, is like you could go, um, you, you could probably go a back road from Capitol Reef down to Page, but it might, and you'll have to map this, but it might be the same amount of time to go through Zion and then go over to Page to go down right. to the Grand Canyon, um, just cause you're hitting the highway the whole time, um, but, like, you could uh, you could hit – that's the thing. I feel like with Zion being commercialized, you could kind of just hit a couple things in Zion as you're going through because I'm sure you have National Parks Pass. So, I do. I do. Yeah, which nice. everybody should just get one because all you yeah. do is go to three national parks in one year and you've paid for all it. About
2: saving, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah it's yeah. a no-brainer. <laughs> so, um, um, And and if you have, like, a fourth grader, like, every fourth grader gets a free one. So, yeah. Wow. yeah
2: amazing but i don't know any but i definitely let people know yeah get get it if you have one
0: exactly it's awesome Uh, right. And if you're retired, you're 62. You get a free one too. Oh. Um, actually, I think that just changed this last year. But oh man, I was <laughs> gonna say
1: there's like tiny windows. I feel yeah. like they're just
0: like zooming yeah. past me. <laughs> I, didn't, I missed the fourth grader one.
2: Or you gotta be old. You, I mean, yeah,
0: right, right. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. I, but then when you get to Page, like there's cool things. Like everything you could do, what you, like some things in Zion and some things in Page in one day travel and still travel like you know 500 miles. So
1: cool. yeah. I know, right? Sorry, to overload I, you and he like a like a class, classic idahoan he um, thinks oh yeah 500 miles psh, psh, psh. he could still he can still well, do that real easy i
0: know where she's driving to she's driving to new mexico oh oh uh-oh oh yeah okay so <laughs> okay so when you leave the grand canyon to go to new mexico um i would highly recommend hitting up some of route 66 Oh, right, right, okay. Um, And in Holbrook, Arizona, which is uh, an hour and a half east, uh, southeast of Flagstaff. So if you go through Flagstaff and then you start heading east, you'll run into Holbrook, Arizona, and it's home of the Wigwam Motel, (laughs) and it's straight out of cars, straight out of the cartoon cars-
2: Really? really? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay, I shouldn't have gotten that excited when
0: yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 like you know, it, like basically that—that's what they took that out of with cars. So the cones that they used in cars replicate yeah. the wigwam. It's the, they made these wigwams, and each wigwam has like these, this 50s car in front of it. Um, but it's a motel, and you can stay inside of this wigwam, and it's it's made out of like cement. But you walk in, and it's like they have like a one room in this wigwam. And they have either the two bed option or the one bed option, and it has a bathroom. It is insane, but it's like eighty bucks, eighty five bucks a night. And okay. uh, me and some friends were going down to a Boise State Fiesta Bowl football bowl game, and uh, we we I'm wait. Like, what's I, Boise State? It's a football program <laughs> in, in Idaho. Oh, um, in Idaho. Oh, yeah. oh, right. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, but like I was like, this is on my list. We have to do it. And we went, and everybody was like, this was awesome. It was a highlight of our trip. I was going. Were there
2: a lot of
0: people there at the Wigwam Motel?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know,
1: I know. I don't know how he says it with a straight face. Wigwam Motel. Yeah, Wigwam. It's just like like, such a whimsical (laughs) thing to um, say.
0: It's a it's a small town. Like it's part of Route 66, and like it's historic, Um, and it's super historic. But like, I I would say that it was probably like uh, this was in January, uh, first of January. So it's probably fifty to seventy percent occupied. Yeah, okay. when we were there. Um but uh it, it's not busy enough to where it's not staffed during the night. It's not like your typical hotel. Like th- we got there at ten o'clock at night and like they had left a key for us in like a lockbox or whatever. <laughs> and then we just went in and But it was it was really cool because like it felt like I felt like I was back in the fifties and I was a little kid. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so cool. But uh the Wigwam Hotel. I definitely would yeah. In Holbrook, yeah. Holbrook uh, Arizona, I definitely put that on your list between the Grand Canyon and uh, New Mexico. If
1: if only just so that the GPS has to tell you, like, you are now approaching Wigwam.
0: <laughs> hater. <laughs> I'm I'm
1: appreciating. Well, Whatever the opposite the, of a hater is, the is what thing I am is, about Wigwam. Is along <laughs> Route
0: 66, there was like nine Wigwam motels, and I think there's only like two or three left. Wow. And Holbrook is one of them. So...
1: Okay, next documentary, The Extinction of the Wigwams.
0: I actually, you know, when you, if, you're, if this goes well and you're ready to do another documentary, I want to do one on Route 66. The, yeah. It's the Mother Road.
2: There's a, um, there is another group. Uh, I can't remember the name right now. I have to send it to you. But someone, uh, this organization just finished this big road trip. Um, but they were specifically documenting like the historical sites on Route 66. I can't remember the name of it right yeah, now. Yeah, it's but- the
0: Historical Society. Uh, we actually uh, have been talking to them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so they might be a future guest here. Yeah. So wow. Their They're, schedule is pretty busy too, Yeah. unfortunately. There, there's a lot of people, <laughs> like Route 66 is really interesting because there's a lot of people who have interest in trying to make it uh, thrive and, and come back alive. Sure. And, like the movie Cars. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> just like the movie Cars and and um the historical society is really close to making it designated historic which i can't believe it's not already designated as a historical road uh, but it should be and should be preserved but uh anyway when you get to the Wigwam Motel, I want pictures, too. And I want honest opinion. So.
2: I will I will share this with my group, with my crew. <laughs> that's the problem. We're, like, all for side trips. And then it's just, like, where are we? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, exactly.
0: Well, and that's where I, I I. know I overloaded you with a lot. But I know that you're going to have times where, like, it's like, oh, this is a 10-hour drive. I want to break it up. If anything, yeah. go take pictures of Wigwam Motel. And they'll have there somebody there during the day. And they'd probably at least let you take pictures and do some filming there. Okay. Um, and and you're I I'd be shocked if you're not already going by it. Like right. So well,
2: <laughs> once I tell them, they're probably like, yeah, let's go to the Wigwam Hotel. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It's gonna happen now. Yeah, and for sure. Of course,
1: if you forget any of this, of course it's all recorded. Luckily, yeah, so you can yeah, just go exactly. back and listen to I'll it.
2: I'll this as my guide. We'll, we'll, right.
0: we'll edit just that part of it,
2: and right? Yeah, you
1: listen to it, so, <laughs> right, so you can listen to <laughs> Ren, the travel agent, whisper in your exactly. ear exactly as you're,
0: well, you well <laughs> wigwam, right? <laughs> the wigwam, just say. it over Motel. and over again. It's awesome. <laughs> um, well, no, it's been really fun talking, Carla. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome, and. I could probably say this for both of us right now. Uh, we want to do a follow up when you definitely, get back, uh, if you're interested. That's uh, if
2: I come back from the Wigwam Hotel, right? I'll be in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll
1: either be like Twilight Zone episode, or you'll start your own, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, saga across the United States.
0: <laughs> seriously, seriously. But yeah, no, we'd love to hear how your trip goes. Uh, yeah. And do you have do you have estimation of when this? Uh, documentary is going to wrap up
2: oh wait that's like asking a kid what are they going to do when they graduate from college (laughs) Um, well you know what i'm not going to say that anymore i'm making serious effort so i would like to say this time next year i want it to be close to showing somewhere but i've also been told once you finish filming you're only halfway done
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh sure because then you got to get it in people's hands and stuff
2: yeah. But I I've found this momentum That like the more we have to show The more we can get people interested And to give us money Because that's yeah. really what it comes down to So I'm putting it out in the universe The money will come And we'll be able to get it done
0: Have so you I'm, Indiegogo'd it?
2: Next year Earliest At the earliest Maybe the latest You know early 2020
0: Cool cool Nice Have you Indiegogo'd it?
2: No If you do I have not
0: If you Which, do let us know Yeah <laughs>
2: I will. It's been a point of contention between my dad and I. He's like, I gonna not done crowdfunding yet. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> you no, know, It just hasn't come to that, which is crazy. But, um, I mean, honestly, I think at this point, I'm feeling like the universe is on our side and we won't have to. Oh, right, yeah. only is going to be done. And at this point, I'm just, I'm calling all the universal <laughs> favorites
1: in. Very, Very cool. I'm willing to bet if you guys can put together a trailer, there's going to be people lining up to... I- I mean, fund it yeah. to get it all J- the way just
0: reading the just reading the the article that we have i like seriously i'm like i, I told you today i'm like i'm so excited for this i don't want to see it yeah so i have
2: a trailer on the website guys we just we just cut it probably not even a month ago so that's i mean that's been the huge difference is that we finally cut a trailer oh i'm
0: gonna have to check that out yeah we'll make sure we put that into the right. gas, yeah. uh notes so
2: but it's, it's on the website it's right on the website oh awesome. nice I think it, it gives you an idea of, of where we're going with the story.
1: Very cool. That's fantastic. Yeah, everybody needs to check that
0: out. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on. This yeah. has been so much fun. Uh hey, thank guys, you for taking the time. Give me a chance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for, sure, for sure. And and uh time. and uh we will have it up uh and, and you know, you guys have something to listen to when you're driving. So <laughs> <Love it. laughs> when you're tripping. Uh yeah, yeah and then uh, uh yeah, and, and like I said, uh when you get back we'll 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 be bothering you seeing if you'll talk to us again, follow up on your trip. So.
2: I look forward to
0: it. Awesome. Hey, thank you again, Carla. Thanks for coming on.
2: I appreciate it. Awesome.
0: Hey, Cam. Hey, Run. Remember when we first had our website up? Oh yeah. And it sucked. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah. It's the always worst.
1: bad when you like you know your websites. Oh, because yeah. there's a lot of people out there who have bad websites and oh, they don't know it. It's and like when you, you that's it, much better. Yeah. My
0: favorite's <laughs> like when you're searching and, and it always seems to be in the industry of like uh trade, like HVAC uh or um mm-hmm. uh roofing, you know, painting. Sure. And you go to the website and you're like, holy cow, I've not seen a website like this since 1995. <laughs> it's started a making flashback. Websites. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's... Uh, they it, got like a red and blue flashing the, lights and yeah, stuff. Like, it, what? Uh, it looks
0: like an Atari game. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, it, and it says at the bottom, you know, built in, you know, 2000. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Whoa. But uh, <laughs> it's funny because you see those all the time and you go, man, I wish this website was more user, user-friendly. Right. And uh, that's where Solicity Cloud... Yeah, because if you have one of
1: those sites, Solicity Cloud is going to be there to help you improve your website or build one from scratch.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, check out what they did with Gone Trip and Podcast. Yeah, it's a uh, nice site. Gone Trip uh, is awesome and it's so much better than what we had before. It's user friendly, um, easy to, to navigate and uh, check it out and see what they've done for us. And then go to solicitycloud.com and check out what they can do for you. If you go through the link uh, through our website, mm-hmm. uh, you can save $100 off yeah. your uh, your new website. And a free
1: evaluation. It's so free they'll evaluation. let you know uh, what your current site might be lacking and uh, ways they plan on improving and that's it. a
0: no-obligation-free yeah. evaluation. Oh, so yeah. they, they tell you what the, they they can fix and what's you know the shortcomings you have on your website. Yep. And then you f- decide from there. And if you decide, you know what, I'm going to pull the trigger. Save a hundred dollars yep. through Gone and podcast on us easy exactly. So Done. check out solicitycloud. Yeah. So uh, that was a fun fun interview. Yeah. Like, literally, uh, no offense to anybody, that might be the best one we've had.
1: I know. I mean, it's hard to compete with such an amazing story. I mean, yeah. how do I, you compete with thirty five years of content?
0: Yeah, and and uh, you know, I went, I went, and I looked at the uh, trailer they put up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, had I had to, to check they just that recently out. Recently put up the trailer this last month, and. I'm excited to see uh, this finished product. Yeah. Um, The quality really blew me away. Yeah. Carla's out on the road right now. um, Yeah. And uh, I have to shoot a text out to her and see if uh, where she's at. My guess is she's probably just getting to Vegas. Yeah. um, Or... She might be, uh, just driving through Idaho at this point Somewhere <laughs> between that, uh, that aspect there. Yeah. Who knows? So, I mean, maybe
1: the, the wind took her and she's in a totally different spot than she planned.
0: W- well, I want to find out if she, uh, you know, went to any of the places I suggested yeah, to her. So, yeah. um, and, uh, you know, she said she'd follow up with us when she got back. So we'll find out, uh, here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Where she went, if she uh, enjoyed any of the things I told her, uh, (laughs) or if I was completely not helpful (laughs) and ruined their trip.
1: Right. Uh, I especially want to be
0: on that podcast. Oh, so you can. When she's like,
1: all right, this is everything that you told me, and this is why it wasn't the right thing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) We went to the Wigwam Motel, uh, and it was the worst. And we got bed bugs. (laughs) (laughs) Wigwam Motel is awesome. No bed bugs that I know of. Yes. So, (laughs) just uh, perfect. We have that on our list for our family trip next summer. So. Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, super fun. I'm excited to see the finished product. I'm hoping they're able to wrap that up. Uh, I know. Here in the next uh, in the next few months. And I can
1: definitely appreciate how hard that would be, though. Oh, yeah. You, how do you bookend that yeah. kind of story?
0: Yeah, well, and she's four years in um, yeah. and uh, covering a lot of cool things. It's really cool that her grandpa is around to help out. Right, see, right. And and uh, I'd love for her to be able to finish that before mm-hmm. you know, he's gone. And so, right. um, yeah, it's just... Just super awesome, and I just have a ton of respect for the the logs he kept. That just blows my mind. I know. Um, I know.
1: I always like have such great ideas. I always start things like yeah. that, and then I can't like find the motivation to continue. Oh. But I mean, thirty five years, this guy's like. Went down to the Seven Eleven, got a candy bar. It was a little melted, like unreal, unreal level of detail.
0: Well, and it's funny because you, you say like you try to do something. I, I got these notebooks that I w- picked up and I, I would go to like a Walgreens or something to pick up like this leather bound notebook mm-hmm. and I'd start uh, putting the stuff together and then, you know, life gets in the way. Yeah. So you, you're, you're like, oh, well, I haven't seen this in like a year. Mm. And so then you start a new project later on yeah. in the chapter and uh i was actually going through one of those two weeks ago and uh i was taking some notes working on something with my wife and and uh i was like trying to find a blank page that i could go to but as i was flipping through everything i'm like it was all over the place (laughs) i'm like the worst notes keeper ever because like on on the 10th page i started notes and then like the 40th page I continue. Notes. <laughs> like, and so, um, and it's on the same subject and there's a bunch of stuff right. that had nothing to do with it. That's between. a good
1: point. Not even did he like keep a log, but it, it was organized enough yeah. for somebody to then go back later and, and it, understand all of it. Exactly. That's another and,
0: whole feat. And that's the thing that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, just the, the gifts that he's given his mm. uh, family, uh, yeah. him and his wife, uh, that's a great. Not perspective. just through taking them on an adventure, but, um, showing them adventure and uh all right we, we my my kids and i watch a show called relative race oh. right now and um it's it's they get these teams together they have four teams and it's two te- teams of two mm-hmm. and it's usually like a husband wife or um they've had a couple brother and sister teams sure um and uh it's really interesting because you got stories of you know, I was adopted. I don't know who my parents are, huh. which. So they go and they race for 10 days in this car and they start in one destination and they go to like an undisclosed destination. They don't know where they're going, <laughs> but they basically zigzag the country uh-huh. trying to find relatives. And so that they've. Oh, uh, that's worked with cool. Ancestry.com to huh. track down these relatives. They have no clue who they are. And it's just like it's a tearjerker because, yeah, these people are like, oh, my gosh, it's the first time. That i've ever been able to call somebody my brother and actually mean it like, wow i just Holy crazy crap. things and so that's insane yeah and like uh there there's an episode we were watching the other week that there's this brother and sister from ohio and uh, they ran into uh, a cousin and the grant their grandpa and that person's um grandpa were brothers oh and their okay. grandpa died before they were born and the first time they got to hear their voice was there. Wow! At their this cousin they didn't know they had's house, and um, it was him because he was in a band. Oh, and man. and yeah, super super cool. Huh. And so you see things like that, and you're like, wow. wow, it's you know, there's there's a lot of stories like that where people just don't know their ancestry, and uh, Carla's family is gonna know their ancestry for years to come, right? Through Sure, her, her grandparents and all the friends
1: and, they made her al- along the way exactly. al- across the whole country that's exactly. such a cool like it's inspirational yeah you know super cool
0: and and definitely like makes me like okay go back try to backpedal a little bit okay i need to be you know i've made these acquaintances i need to make sure that i keep them mm. um, it's hard future. nowadays yeah it's hard well it's hard but things it's are easy mo- it's yeah facebook made it easier it's like easier
1: to do but like harder to find the time i exactly. guess it's like life yeah. is moving so fast
0: exactly and uh
1: you realize, yeah. like, oh man, it's been three years since I've talked to you. What? Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the cool thing is you're at least still friends with him on Facebook, and right. so like I, I, I'm sure he's like, man, I wish I had a Facebook, because then I'd be able to, you know. <laughs> No, right. you know, contact everybody anytime I want. Sure. Um, and, uh, say, Hey, do you remember me or hey, right. do you remember my grandpa? Right. <laughs> so, and
1: that's the thing is like now with the technology we have, we can take awesome pictures very easily mm-hmm. and save them forever. And, yeah. uh, we can connect with people, you know, we can meet them for a short amount of time, but they live can be lifelong them. friends. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Li- live edit the pictures. Right. Right. Yeah. Quality. Right. Yeah. Everybody's a capture the moments, Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> you know,
1: um, it's so, we have even more than they did when they did this. So I feel like we should do it, but it's hard. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Well, it's hard to go 35 years. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I hope that people get out of this episode, um, a new found love of the idea of travel. Right. Um, and that they realize that travel is, uh, as we see right now through Instagram and different things, travel is a single person's prerogative and it's a family person's prerogative. Mm -hmm. And so, um, hopefully they can uh, see the benefits of sharing uh the outdoors and travel with their family right um and uh, you don't you don't have to take copious notes. you <laughs> have to take pictures, right? And everybody has a phone, so um, and
1: you don't have to go for thirty five years, but maybe what like?
0: Well, start, start, you, you know, know, 35 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Start, start, start short. Go for, it's yeah. fall right now. Yeah. Go visit a uh, park. Yeah. That's easy. Go, go, <laughs> go drive, go drive, go for a drive out in the country and see all these beautiful uh tree changing outla- landscapes. Go right. find a lake and just go up to the lake for a day. Uh Walk around. You don't have to actually hike. You can just walk around right. the lake and stuff. Go to one you can drive into and just see what you, you know what it will do for your family and your soul
1: or even just uh you know try a new restaurant you know even that could be enough of an adventure you know you can start real small you might find a bunch of restaurants you hate but you might find a new favorite oh yeah totally and that's a life changer new favorite restaurant i mean that changes your whole life (laughs)
0: yeah well and you know we we uh we found one that was a uh local dairy antietam dairy in Uh waynesboro pa uh awesome ice cream it's it's beautiful ice cream right and we we fell in love with it, so we started going, you know, all summer long. They just closed down October first because they're seasonal. Oh, sure, but uh, that makes sense. Yeah, so my wife took the kids, uh, and they were up uh, to Chambersburg, It's a little bit of ways from us, and they were coming back down, and she went and ended up going to this new, find this new creamery. She went into it, and she's like, it's better and so and i was like ah, i don't know about it so we're gonna go wow. to, she's gonna go convince me wow that it's better very nice not that antietam isn't still good it is of course so if you're in waynesboro area go to antietam well it is awesome. next season yes next <laughs> season. Uh, you can buy it at Klein's and shady huh? grove there you go um, there you go uh, by the half gallon <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah um so definitely like be seeking out those things because those things will enhance your life for sure right Right. So.
1: And they help your community. Yes. You know, instead so. of giving it to Cold Stone, and, exactly. you know, you give it to these guys and yeah. they
0: make Co- better. Cold Stone ice. do has its place, but like, yeah, you know, how many times do totally. you get ice cream a week? If you're totally. like me, it's like five. So <laughs> one time go to Cold Stone, the other four times go somewhere yeah. new. Totally. So totally. Um, but yeah, good life motto. Yeah, if you uh, don't forget to go check out uh, everyonebut mm-hmm. um and support Carla and uh, see what she uh, project she's working on and uh, yeah, when it's out go watch it. So uh, and we'll we'll follow, we'll loop back around here. In, on, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for the Yeah, thanks everybody. And, one yeah, playlist remember, at nice a time. Gone tripping ticking my mind doing rebel sipping I'm a road boy you're on a mission
1: you won't find me just sitting home wishing cause I am gone tripping